welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. It's only after you have stepped outside your comfort zone that you begin to change, grow, evolve, and transform. In today's episode, we have India's leading life coach, Pooja Punit, who shares eight ways to get comfortable doing things that make you uncomfortable. This can help you to come out of your comfort zone and take complete control of your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. So happy to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Today's topic is very interesting. It's all about how to get comfortable so that you can do the things that make you uncomfortable. And I think I'm going to show you eight different ways that you can use to truly start to be able to have the courage to start to do those things that you may be procrastinating up until now because they are so outside of your comfort zone. So the first thing I'm going to say that I learned was a beautiful sentence actually for me Brian Tracy had said it I don't know who the original uh, person this quotation belongs to but he said it's hard till it gets easy and it really struck a chord with me because I do believe in my heart that you know what whenever we start something because it's so hard in the beginning we give up too fast but had we just done it a little longer it's hard till it's easy And so I just love that sentence and every time like the first time I did my webinar I remember how hard that was for me I'm not someone who's great with technology I'm not someone who was great with uh presentations I'm not someone who was great with sales so everything I had to learn and you know today I can do the webinar in my sleep for because you know I mean I've done it 50 to 100 times uh, over the last couple of years yeah so everything that you're going to start to do in the beginning i think having that acceptance that it's going to be hard in the beginning do you remember the first time you sat on a bicycle and how was that and now with both your hands up you can go maybe for a couple of uh, yards correct or no so i want each one of us to start to look at okay when i start this out it's going to be hard but if i can somehow cross the hard period eventually it's going to start to get easier and easier and easier till a point will come where you may become the teacher of the topic that you used to find hard in the beginning another thing i think to do um, anything in life is to chunk the big projects down so when you look at something that makes you very uncomfortable look at what is the bite sized steps that you can take towards it i remember i'd heard this that you know you eat an elephant one bite at a time or you cut down a massive tree one axe at a time so concepts like this exist where you just chunk it down so let's say if i had to say losing weight as project 2023 now what are the various things that i can do in that maybe i can start to drink a lot more water maybe i can start exercising maybe i can start to uh leave sugar or fried food maybe i can start intermittent fasting maybe i can start having some more vitamins that are good for my health so if i had to make a list of all the things that will support me in getting stronger better and skinnier in the process what are all those things i can do and then maybe every week or every month i can start with one habit one habit one habit 
and over the year have 12 fabulous habits that help me build a much healthier lifestyle or where i can even lose my weight so i'd love for you to start to look at how can you uh, create smaller steps for that big goal so that when you feel uncomfortable you realize i don't need to go till the end or till the destination i just need to go till the next goal post and then the next goal post and at every goal post don't forget to celebrate because our mind when it connects pleasure rather than pain with something the chances of us getting motivated to do that becomes much much more another thing i love doing is creating rewards and consequences remember for most of us in the things that we want to achieve in our lives we don't have a boss so we have no one to report to so then how do we create the motivation or the inspiration to continue to do something when we can create either rewards or consequences so for example if i um, eat or keep my intermittent fasting for the whole week then every sunday i'm allowed a dessert so what happens is to be excited about the dessert or to be able to earn that dessert there are certain things i need to do over the week and if i'm able to do those then i get my dessert isn't that a lovely way to create your own little bank of deservability i love deserving the things i get in my life and i love to earn them rather than just get them because get them actually reduces your joy earning things are so much more fun so look at how can you set rewards or even consequences so if i don't do something let's say there's a new habit you want to create of waking up every morning and you start to say that every day when i wake up at 7 If I wake up at seven, I get to have my tea with sugar. Otherwise, I have my tea without sugar. I know these could be very small things, but you know what? Setting up such consequences actually makes us driven a little bit more, and it can it can lead us to help us set better habits. Habits will lead to better behavior. Better behavior will lead to better uh, life. And you know what? All of us are looking for that, isn't it? All right. Another thing I think we can do is applaud the courage. What do I mean when I say this? In the beginning. when things are um very uncomfortable if we start to look at our performance or if we start to be judgmental of ourselves our critical mind is sitting hyper aware and wanting to take us to a place on the things that we didn't do right especially in the beginning because you we were anyway uncomfortable if we can just applaud the courage i'll give you an example every time in the beginning i had to go on stage and speak i used to be very uh, stage shy and so every time i had to get on stage it used to be a huge effort within me to be able to do that and the minute i used to get off stage there was a part of my brain that used to start to go oh you forgot your most important quotation or that joke didn't land correctly or you know you forgot to say that particular point and very quickly my mind would show me the things that i had done wrong rather than the things that i had done right so one of the rules i made with myself was that i'm not going to criticize myself for 24 hours i'm only going to applaud my courage which means the minute my critical mind will start to say all of this i'm going to say at least i had the courage to go on stage at least i had the courage to go deliver that speech at least i had the courage to say yes to something that i was not prepared for at least i had the courage and that at least i had the courage used to give me the permission to uh, be average in the beginning so that i become good later on i remember i'd heard this somewhere um if something is worth doing it's worth doing badly in the beginning 
if something is worth doing it's worth doing badly in the beginning and that was really helpful for me because i'm a perfectionist by personality so a part of me wants to get everything perfect from day one but the truth is nothing is ever perfect on day one it's those tweaks and those nuances that makes things perfect for which we have to actually go through the experience to be able to uh, create that kind of perfection in whatever it is that you are creating correct or no absolutely another thing that i uh, heard someone speak uh, steven pressfield says it uh, in his book marie folio says it in hers where they both speak about start before you're ready um richard branson you know at one point had said this in his speech that whenever in life he had an opportunity whether he felt ready or not he would say yes and then go prepare for it and the urgency of having to prepare for it because he said yes used to actually put him in his um creative zone and he used to land up doing much better than had he said no at that point prepared later and gone back to ask for that opportunity again so starting before you are ready is one of those miraculous advices that i've got in my life where now i just say yes if somebody says pooja would you like to do a keynote yes i'll prepare later pooja would you like to do a zoom class yes pooja would you like to do an insta live i have no idea how to do that yes uh, pooja would you like to start your own podcast yes pooja would you like to author a book yes literally the last 10 years it didn't matter what people were requesting me for or asking me to do i just kept saying yes and i learned as i went along and i can tell you that's been one of the biggest gifts to myself because i have a perfectionist personality right in the beginning i want to get everything right and when you don't know how to do something there's a part of you that is screaming inside of you to say that you know what no let me prepare myself and then i'll come back so that i do it the right way but you know what forget the right way go for progress not perfection Number six, anticipate and prepare for your failures in advance. Um, the other day when I was hearing Michael Phelps' uh, interview, he had spoken about this that how he used to visualize what all could go wrong in the pool and prepare for that so much that when in the Olympics things went wrong, he was yet able to win the gold medal even though his goggles were filled with water because he had prepared for or he had already anticipated that problem. This is something now I literally sit down and do very very consciously. that okay if my internet goes off what am i going to do if my uh, you know ppt doesn't work do i still know my speech if my whatever whatever it is that i wanting to achieve as goals i have a backup plan in my head for when things go wrong what am i going to do i'd heard this that you know confidence is not that you know it all confidence is that if things go wrong you'll still be able to handle it and to me that definition of confidence is something that really connected in my heart uh, because i can tell you it's never about that you know it all it's always about can you handle when things go wrong so preparing for it anticipating them having a plan helps us so much so much so much another thing i tend to do is build a very strong why so number 7 would be build a very strong why when things are uncomfortable and our entire uh, soul from inside or mind from inside is shouting and screaming don't do it don't do it don't do it because it's all feeling so hard or not feeling you know you're not you're not feeling ready or you're not there's so much resistance doubt and fear and overwhelm and uh, procrastination and you know um, so much of it lives within us what are you going to do so i build a really strong why why is it that i want this 
Why is this important to me? And to read that to myself every morning realigns me with that commitment, that determination, that obsession that I want this and I want it badly enough that I'm willing to go through the resistance of my mindset to be able to overcome and achieve those goals. So I'm going to ask you, do you know your why? What are, What is it that is driving you to get this? Because you know what? If your drive is not greater than your resistance, the chances is your resistance will win. So today, sit down and write out why is this important to you? I remember when I was becoming a life coach in 2010, nobody even knew this word. I mean, I had just come back uh, certified from America and people were like, in India, no one's going to pay you for advice. Okay, Pooja. And those were the kind of things I used to hear at that point. But what was my why? The desire to build my own identity, the desire to have my own financial freedom so that I could get the respect I knew I deserved, but I was not getting. There were, it was all so important to me. My why was so important to me that it didn't matter what everyone else was saying. I was determined for my success because I needed it so badly and they say when you need your success as badly as you need oxygen it is bound to come so I'm going to ask you build such a strong why that that all the naysayers around you as they speak it doesn't even go in because you are so well protected with your why and last but not the least one of the things I've realized on this journey has been one of the best gifts I've gotten is to have my own accountability partner or mentors I've had both all along and by the grace of God I've attracted the best in the industry so at all points I will not only be a coach to other people but at all points I will have a coach currently I have a coach that I meet once a month on Mondays I have uh, Siddharth Raj Shekhar those of you who know of him as my accountability partner Another thing that I do on Mondays, um, I have so many mentors for different, different topics. I have two of my best friends who help me with parenting. I love their style of parenting. So anytime I'm in trouble with my children, the first phone call that they will get is from me because I'll be like, okay, help me now. This has happened or, you know, guide me. I have a friend who's really good at the way she runs her house. I use her for uh, mentoring around being a domestic goddess. So, you know, for everything, if you can look around in your environment and ask yourself, who's the best I know in this? And then start to become either friends with them or give them some of your expertise in the topics that you are pro at and take from them the expertise that they have. And these kind of conversations are so empowering and so good when you are uncomfortable because if someone is two steps ahead of you they will know your resistance and they'll be able to guide you through on how they beat it so that you can do the same so having an accountability partner and having mentors is one of those things that I think every human being needs so look for them find them be very conscious about it you follow these eight things you'll start to notice that things that used to make you very uncomfortable you'll actually get excited about those same things because you know what when we start to beat our resistance who we start to become is so beautiful that i say that assistance follows the minute you beat your resistance. So God helps those who help themselves. You start to build a personality filled and infused with courage and bold enthusiasm. You will start to notice in your life automatically that moment will come where when things will get adventurous or uncomfortable, instead of panicking and feeling scared, you will start to get excited. And you know that is a beautiful sign to know that now nothing can come between you and your success or your best life. All the very best. God bless you. Do tell me in the chat box which was your favorite point of today's session and which one are you going to be practicing right away. All right, and I'll see you next week with another podcast. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast helped you understand ways to set yourself free. Do share this with your friends, family, or anyone whom you think who needs this information. Pooja Punit will be live in the upcoming masterclasses and summits. For more details, log into www.sgsummits.com and register for free. This is Surendra Jayashekar. Until next time, love yourself. Don't take life too seriously. Strive to become a better version of yourself. Give more to get more. And always keep inspiring.